Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. Now, every week we tell the stories of Harvest Baptist Church, and we feature interviews with special guests. Our mission is to help people develop a heart for God. This Sunday, in our morning worship service at Harvest, we'll be focusing on Psalm 103. We'll talk a little bit about that today. But first, I want to welcome Pastor Gary Walton and our special guest, Pastor Don Eckert. Welcome. Good afternoon, Chris. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you guys? Half a day, Chris. Thanks for having me. Well, we want to start by talking a little bit about the worship service at Harvest this week in Psalm 103. What are we going to be uh, talking about this week? Well, you know, this week is a special time uh, for us uh, across the island as we're celebrating Thanksgiving, and uh, it's a great time for each of us with family and friends. For some people, it's a little bit about food and, and football, too. Uh, but for us here at Harvest, when we come back together on Sunday, we're going to be just thanking God for His goodness to us. And Psalm 103 gives a good outline of the things uh, that we have to be thankful for as believers. And so, we're going to spend some time looking at that and then just singing some songs that would be familiar songs that remind us of God's goodness in our lives and the privilege that we have of being believers and being part of his family. And today we have Pastor Don here because we're going to recap or talk about a trip that you guys were able to take. I'm sure that uh, Pastor Don's going to tell us about some things he's thankful for because of this trip he's seen um, the results of some of the ministry here at Harvest over the years, and particularly at Harvest Baptist Bible College. But talk to us, if you could, about the, the trip you were able to take here just last week. Sure. Pastor Don Eckerd and I were able to travel uh, a week ago uh, for about six days to visit a number of our alumni uh, from Harvest Baptist Bible College and actually Harvest Baptist Bible Institute as well, that are uh, living and serving uh, out in the islands. Uh, we were able to travel to the island of Majuro and then Ponape, um, and uh, really had a fantastic time connecting again with graduates who love Harvest and love the ministry, and they spent you know several years together here with us. Um, and so we really had a great time uh, doing that and also connecting with some churches pastors that we have support, supported as a church family, um, and then seeing their ministries and the things that God's doing. So I'm really glad to have Pastor Don Eckert with us today. I had a great time traveling together with him, and uh, looking forward to both of us together sharing about some of the things we saw and that God taught us uh, during this trip. So Pastor Don, I'm glad that you're here. Uh, why don't we begin by giving everybody a little bit of history of your relationship at Harvest and then uh, your ministry as a pastor here on the island where you're serving. Why don't you tell us about that? Well, thank you, Pastor Gary. Uh, 1985, I got saved. My wife saved two weeks after that. We were baptized and added to the church here at Harvest Baptist Church and uh, began uh, doing uh, what we could do. We spent both Tessie and I a lot of time with the children's ministry. And fast forward to 1997, Typhoon Paca 
came, took down uh, our house, and the Lord used that to call me into the ministry. Kind of strange, but that's exactly what happened. Uh, went back to school, and I uh, finished here on my diploma. It says uh, graduate of HBBI slash HBBC, and uh, then I continued on, got my uh, master's at Northland. And then uh, also along the way have been teaching in uh, the college, uh, HBBC, since around uh, the year 2000. So I've been on staff since about that, that time. I want to t ask you about just the time that you've spent uh, with the college students. It was really uh, great to see your interaction with students that you've had a lot of time with. So we'll get to that in just a minute. Um, but we're so thankful for what God has been doing in the church that you uh, pastor and that uh, was started a few years ago. Uh, tell us a little bit about Guahan Baptist Church and the ministry there. Yes, I was ordained in 2011. We began the church down in our house. We enclosed our garage and started uh, right before that with a Bible study for a couple years. Uh, that kind of grew into the church of about 30 people. And uh, after we got there, we prayed and uh, that we could uh, actually have our own church building. And the Lord just provided uh, in every way uh, uh, for us to build that church. And so uh, down on our family, our, my wife's family's property, uh, we're leasing a, we have a 25-year lease and uh, on that, we were able to build a church building. We've been in it for a little over a year. We praise the Lord that it's uh, paid for. Uh, I'm kind of older guy, you know, and uh, just didn't want the next pastor to have a lot of debt. So we're, we praise the Lord that uh, we're debt-free in regards to that. And uh, if the Lord sees fit, we, we'll uh, just keep doing what we're doing. If we grow, we grow. If we stay, then we stay. But our our uh, thinking down at Guahan is right now we want to build the depth of our ministry. We know the Lord will take care of the width of it. But we, we are working hard at building the depth of our ministry, and that takes the form of a family seminar, which we do on Sunday night. We have Bible studies with uh, many of the different uh, people doing those Bible studies. So we just praise the Lord for what he's doing. Honestly, I never thought that... Uh, in my wildest dreams that 100 people would show up to a, a church down in Epan. It just blows my mind, and it just shows you the God that we serve. Well, you do have a very beautiful building that God has uh, raised up there, and we know that uh, the church is people. It's not a building, but it's a sweet place that God's provided for your church family to meet together. There's just a warmth uh, to that location. You said it's in Epan. Can you tell us a little bit more about the directions or the location that's yeah. there? Uh, right past, uh, as you go in south, past Jeff's Pirates Cove, and then there's the uh, uh, Epan Mobile and then the Epan Village Mart, and that's right where we're at. We're right on the Route 4 on the same side as the Epan Village Store, uh, one minute from there. Can't miss it. I know that. And it's Guahan Baptist Church. That's correct. You're meeting together on Sundays. What time is your uh, morning service? 10 a.m. We have a 10 a.m. Uh, service, and then we have a 6 p.m., uh, most cases, Sunday night, and then we have a midweek service on uh, Wednesday night. Well, uh, as our ministry here at Harvest, we are really grateful for the gospel preaching and gospel teaching churches that are all across the island. 
Um, and uh, our burden isn't just that God would bless Harvest and the church here and the ministries here, but we want to see God's word grow up in many areas. And so we're so thankful for the privilege of uh, having a sister church relationship um, with Guahan Baptist Church. We're praying that God continues to pour out his power and his blessings on your ministry there. Thank you. Thank you. We've had uh, many of the churches not just uh, praying, uh, but also sending people and uh, financially. uh, We're we're just, uh, we're thankful. I think we have a good relationship with the the other churches, and we're all on the same team. We're on the Lord's team. Guam's a small island, and uh, it's just good to have uh, brothers and sisters in Christ to, to know that we're not alone, that we're praying and encouraging one another. Well, Don, you've also been teaching uh, quite a bit for a number of years here at Harvest Baptist Bible College, uh, and it was so uh, heartwarming for me to see the relationships that you've developed. Um, Of course, we see that on campus with the students here, uh, but we're really able to see it with the alumni, and it was obvious to me traveling with you that that you love these students, and uh, there are alumni that are serving in these islands, and it was clear also that the students love you. Um, how long have you been teaching at Harvest, uh, and what's that look like? What kind of classes do you teach? Uh, what do the classrooms look like? I started in the year 2000, and uh, Pastor Dalton Heath uh, handed over his Life of Christ. Uh, we did Synoptic Gospels, and uh, he handed it over, literally handing it over to me, meaning he came in, told the students that uh, he's going to be going back to the States, and uh, uh, I remember him saying to the students, I want you to give the same respect uh, that you've given me to uh, Brother Don, that's what he said, to Brother Don, and uh, then he said, he pointed at me and said, uh, take it away, brother. He walked out the room and kept on going, and that was my <laughs> introduction to, to teaching, and uh, since that time, I, I've taught a variety of classes up to, like, right now, where I'm uh, teaching a marriage class with our third-year students, our first-year guys. I'm teaching uh, Old Testament men and then our senior senior guys were doing uh, some uh, end times things in the book of Daniel and the book of Re- Revelation and uh, so eschatology items. So uh, enjoying that. And then um, just a variety of things, book of Acts, uh, just all kinds of things. Yeah, and uh, the students that are part of those classes are enjoying it very much, and it's fun to see them growing and hungry for God's Word, um, serious about ministry. So thank you for your ministry uh, in those classes and ministry to the students. We traveled together uh, for about six days. Uh, we just mentioned that in Majuro and Ponape. Don, tell me a little bit about some of the impressions that you had during this trip. I know that you've been to these locations before, uh, but maybe some of the things that stood out to you, especially as we connected with students and pastors in those regions. Well, for me, uh, Pastor, the item that just sticks out in my mind, a highlight of this trip was as we drove up at um, uh, the Madro uh, Church and, and school, when we got out of the car, we could hear the singing. The kids were just doing their daily uh, beginning. We were going to do a chapel, right, at 8, 8 a.m. Uh, but before this time, we got there a little bit early, and uh, we got out of the car, we could just hear the the joy that was in the, and it just 
really touched my heart. And uh, I'm thinking, you know, they're they're young, you know, elementary kids. They, they always sing good. They sing loud. But then the middle school kids, when we got into the chapel, it was the same thing. Uh, just very excited, just such a great spirit. And then I thought, well, you know, let's see what the senior high, you know, seniors, uh, the high school kids are cool and they probably will tone it down. They sang even better. Hmm. It was really, the school spirit was amazing. I attribute that to Pastor Helmer and Belinda and uh, their staff, uh, which is 20 plus HBBI, HBBC students at that uh, school and church serving the Lord. It was truly a blessing to, uh, the spirit is what got me. And I would say the same thing about uh, Calvary at uh, CCA, Calvary Christian Academy. Great school spirit that they had there. Uh, really enjoyed it. It's a blessing to hear that. And Calvary Christian is on Ponape, right? And we had the opportunities to connect as well uh, with the students. You mentioned over 20 uh, graduates of Harvest uh, of the Bible College here that are serving in uh, Madro and more than that in Ponape. Um, and it really was uh, amazing to watch them interact with the students and others and their care. Um, their desire to really be effective for the gospel's sake in that area. I know it was encouraging to me. I think you felt that as well. I did. I, I was thinking as I was watching our students, uh, my students interact with their students. You know, I kind of feel like a grandpa. Uh, yeah. re- they call me uncle, but if I felt like a grandpa. Uh, it was so cool to hear them in their own language discussing those things and uh, uh, school uh, items, school and uh, church. It was just it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And God's really doing a neat work um, in both Madro and, and Ponape. There's churches that uh, are diligently and faithfully teaching and preaching God's Word. Uh, we had the opportunity to connect with and interact uh, with churches in Ponape as well, and not just our alumni. Uh, again, I think there's about 25 alumni that came together for a gathering that we had, but also uh, many different pastors. We, we spoke and visited particularly with pastors of seven churches that would be sister churches to us, and, um, and it was just really encouraging to hear their hearts as well. It was the seven pastors. Uh, we met with each of them. We were able to uh, hear their concerns, hear their uh, joys. Uh, one in particular stands out, uh, Pastor Alfonso Moses, whose story should be on Unshackled. Uh, it's just a, a moving testimony. It's gripping. It's uh, uh, just all the, all the emotions that you can think of uh, molded into this one guy's uh, life. Uh, faithfully serving God. He's a, a elementary school teacher in his municipality. And uh, we, we felt that as we went to all seven of the churches. They all have different concerns. They all have uh, different um, joys. And to see our students coming alongside the pastors is particularly uh, heartwarming because that's our goal. Our goal is to train so that they can go back. Uh, we're not naive enough to think that everyone is going to go back. Uh, there's very real financial situations there. Many people are, are leaving uh, to the states. Uh, but there is a core group of people. There will always be a core there. I mean, not everybody on Ponape is going to leave. Not everyone on Maduro is going to leave. And so I think our mission is... Uh, as important today as it was uh, 20 years ago. 
And Harvest as a ministry uh, really has been very clear about our desire with uh, the Bible College that the students would be trained to go back to their homes and go back to their islands in order to serve and minister. And it was fantastic to see that mission being lived out in the lives of these students. And they're serving joyfully. Uh, they're serving sacrificially in many cases. Yes. And um, I was challenged and, and really encouraged by them. I thought it was interesting and, and encouraging to me as well to, to sense the gratitude of those students and alumni for what Harvest has meant to them and to their training. I mean, there really was such a connection, a, a family sense, even for many of these uh, alumni, they've been out of Harvest for you know, 5, 10, 15 years. Yes. Um, but uh, as we met together, and I was new, I was meeting almost all of them for the first time, uh, there just was such a sweet sense of, uh, of the family that, that had grown together, the ministry of Harvest. And even though they're spread out and serving in, in many ways, there was a real connection that uh, was very clear uh, because because of what we've experienced together here at Harvest. I think so. The, the campus parent program that we have here is, to me, particularly uh, revealing. Uh, same names came up uh, of back on the islands, both in Maggio and Ponape, such as the Bendos, the Ignacios, the Guerreros. These are families who, and there's all kinds of others that have invested their lives into these students and uh, I believe that that campus parent program is just such a important uh, item that we have that's a, a big benefit. Those students remember those things. I mean, they would be quoting different things that, that people said. You know, Mr. Ignacio said this, or uh, Mr. Benno is so funny, he's got all kinds of jokes. And uh, it's just, uh, they remember those things. And unbelievable to me that they remembered some of my uh, points that I, I said, oh, you guys were listening. They're all cracking up. That was great. It was great. Yeah, it really was great watching that interaction and, and being able to f have a sense of what God's doing in such clear ways. Can you think of any uh, specific things that uh, our audience that might be listening to this program could remember to pray for for these islands? There is a spiritual need, and these graduates are serving in areas where, um, you know, there's some difficulties that are taking place. They're serving faithfully in God's blessing, but what are the kinds of things that we could pray for as we think about the islands? Well, one thing I did ask uh to the uh, students is in regards to financial. It's very, it's like a dollar seventy-five minimum wage there. So many of them are struggling with, I want to serve, uh, but how do I feed my family? Gas is a dollar more per gallon there than here. So definitely, financial is is something that we can uh, pray about if the Lord would uh, move someone. Uh, uh, to help in a certain way, uh, the, they need they need help that way, and then um, the next generation coming up is struggling very hard with the Western influence versus their cultural the way they've been uh, brought up, and so uh, there's some real needs there. How do they discern? You know, uh, we know that God's culture transcends the the cultural. Uh, 
our, our own culture, and, uh, but it's difficult. It's easy to say, but uh, these people in the islands have a very difficult time uh, being able to, to make that decision, what is, what is the right way to do, uh, to do something. And it's not, for us here, uh, we may not under, understand or grasp the, the seriousness of this situation, uh, especially regarding family family issues, marriage, these are all things that they, uh, that they, want, to, they want to do right. Uh, they've been getting good training here, uh, but it's an ongoing issue, in my mind at least. Well, and these are the kind of things that I think we're praying for as well with our current students. Uh, we have students that are fifth year right now, which means that next May they'll graduate, and uh, our dream, our hope, our prayer is that uh, many of them maybe most of them will head back home yes. and uh, and they want to do that and they want to go back equipped uh, in order to be faithful. There is a really great thing to be part of a campus life, which now they've been a part of for five years, but there is some protection that's here. Uh, and all of a sudden, you know, real life happens. And so our prayer is that uh, they would be prepared to uh, to go back and and spiritually we're just asking that uh, God would help them to uh, to put on this the spiritual armor that they need and we all need to be able to withstand the attacks of our enemy as you talked about and so we're praying and asking God to help us equip these students to really be effective as they head out from here and do what God's called them to do. I agree, and I want to thank you, Pastor Gary, as you went out. Uh, I think Pastor Helmer is the only one who had really met you, and right. I was just yep. for a short time, but uh, you were able to uh, convey to them the ongoing, hey, we're behind you 100%. I appreciate your wisdom in dealing with some of the matters, and uh, I think the students, everyone that I talk to, Pastor, is they're excited about the future. They, they know it's, we don't know the future, but they're glad that Harvest is is uh, where it's at and uh, standing behind them. I know they appreciate you coming out and, and giving that, uh, uh, giving those messages to them. Well, I enjoyed just personally spending the time with you, and uh, we'll have to do it again. Uh, who knows where the travels of uh, Pastor Don and Pastor Gary might take us next. You got any ideas? I do, as long as you brought it up. I was thinking <laughs> Yap, okay, and, and Chook. And, uh, and I think we should uh, throw in Palau, brother. Well, Pastor Don and I make a good team. Um, uh, we're sort of twins. I don't know if you've seen us, but we look, you know, sort of the same and, you know, act the same. So it's, it's quite a team as we go out. I think that's, uh, I think that's a good plan. I, I like it. I'm, I'm in. Um, and uh, we're asking uh, you as our audience to continue to pray for our students, uh, pray for these ministries. Uh, thank you for the ways that you've also invested and, and cared uh, for the mission that we've been given here at Harvest Baptist Bible College, and uh, we're looking forward to God using these students in fantastic ways in the future. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Gary. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Pastor Don, Pastor Gary, both of you today for being with us on Harvest Time. We'd, as always, like to personally invite you to services this weekend at Harvest Baptist Church as we begin Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. We have children's programs 
and Adult Bible Fellowships. Pastor Don, I was just thinking that there was a time when you'd come on the radio and you'd say, we can't fit anymore. But this time you were able to give the location of the church and uh, the Lord has blessed you with that church building. That's so right. if you want to come to Guahan this week, I'm sure you're welcome there as well, right, Pastor we Don? Are. We are, but of course, one of my roles is never do anything for the first time without checking your spiritual authority. Yes. Check on that first, but we'd love to have you. Well, this is broadcast all over the island, so if there's folks that are down south, uh, check out Guahan. If you do come to Harvest, though, stop at the kiosk in front of the auditorium, get directions to your class or to your children's class. 10.30 a.m., our regular morning worship service. We're focusing on Psalm 103. And if you need more information, you can always go to the website, hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. And thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.